Video Gamer Podcast number 476. I'm your host, Josh Wise, joined as ever by Rich Walker. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. I'm not too bad. I've got some some good updates on the Snack Watch this week for you. Um, Oh, yeah. One of which you'll be able to have if you want, and then the other one you definitely won't. But you can imagine how brilliant it is. Is is um, the one I can't have a big slab of meat because <laughs> I can't have that. No, no. The one you won't be able to have is uh, Whisper Gold Salted Caramel. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, it's exactly what you'd pray that it was with a really good measure of salt. Mm. It really really bugs me when it's just basically caramel with like the slightest suggestion of salt. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're gonna do salted caramel. Don't do it by halves. No. Go all in. Get all salt in. Salt it Get up. all in. I want the salt. It's brilliant. It's because the whisper gold. We've talked about the whisper gold before. It is. It is like an underrated classic, right? Yeah, hundred percent. It's like on the on the lower rung of the sort of public imagination. Like people would just go to your Mars bars, your Twixes, your Snickers. But it belongs on the same sort of thing as like a star bar, or maybe some people would have like a double decker as like a sort of bit of a cult chocolate bar. You know? Mm, yeah. Um, I always oh, think man. of Whis- Whisper Gold as being sort of on that rung. I know that for some people, the double decker, double decker. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Is a bit of a low tier chocolate bar, and to those people I say, have a word. Yeah, it's bloody it's, sublime. Yeah, people, but I, I, it's weird. I have a funny relationship with the double decker because, like, it's like I think they're quite nice. Like, I quite like a, a double decker. I don't always buy them, and actually, I think that's good. Because one like, thing I would I, say is that they are quite sickening. They are a bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot there. No, there's a. There is a lot there, <laughs> and especially with. That um, stuff that's in it. What do they call it? Nougat. Nougat. Yeah, especially with mm, that. It's very nougat it's, heavy. It's, it's a nougat heavy. It's a weighty nougat. <laughs> yeah, mm. you know, it is. It, de- it definitely is. And when I get one, I'm happy I've got one. But I'm also just then happy to leave it for a bit. And I think that's the virtue of a double-decker. Whereas with a Whisper Gold, uh, it's gold every time. None of that's surviving. Uh, absolutely no mm. and, and and i can keep going back for more with the gold and i won't get bored of it which is brilliant so yep. whisper gold salted caramel unbelievable my local amazing off license has got them in because they know that i'll have them they, they, I'm, I'm pretty convinced they stick stuff just <laughs> just just for me but, uh, get them in just for you i like that yeah. <laughs> i think so well they know i'm experimental you know mm. mm-hmm. they know that i'm, I'm unafraid to, uh, yeah. to branch out into the exotic swamps of snack watch you know did i, did I tell you that um I went into my local and they had fries, uh, mint creams. Oh, they're Ooh, amazing. That's taste, that's taste. I forgot how good they are. I just yeah, sort yeah. of, you know, you got like the the chocolate up front at the counter, and you get all these mm. stuff, and you go to the counter, and then you're like, oh, chocolate. <laughs> and I look down, and obviously for me, it's like, oh, none of this is. I wish I could <laughs> yeah. have all this, but I can't. Yeah. And then I, I saw that, I was like. Oh, those have got to be vegan because it's hot. It's you know, dark yeah, chocolate. Dark chocolate, Pick really dark. Ch- yeah. Check the ingredients. Sure enough. Oh. And I, I even said to the guy, I went, "This is vegan." I went, "Brilliant." I, I said, "I'll have one of them." And he went, "Oh, we've got vi- loads of vegan sweets back there as well." And I was like, "Oh no." I didn't. I didn't buy any. I was like, "I'll bear that in mind for next time." I stayed strong, but yeah. So fucked then. Yeah. 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 
Excellent. Speaking of, by the way, Fry's, again, underrated, just generally mm. as, a com- mm-hmm. as a company. Oh, 100%. I have been, uh, over the last, I'd say about a month now, um, been quite into Turkish Delight on the down low. <gasps> Ooh, and full of I, Eastern promise. It's full of Eastern promise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I keep saying. And uh, <laughs> and I get a lot of blank stares when I say yeah. it. But um, three for one pound twenty or whatever in Tesco. And of course, you know the Turkish delight. It's a small. It's like half a bar, isn't it? They're yeah. tiny little yeah. things. So I get three of them, and it will last me. Well, it will last me about a day, to be fair. Um, but try, sort of try to introduce it to my uh, to my flatmate. I tell you what, it's tough to sell someone on a Turkish delight. Have you no. ever tried? Really? It, it's weird. Well, because it used the to thing be my mum's favourite, and yes. I remember she bought us both one once. Like we're going back mm. into the eighties. I haven't, haven't seen a Turkish delight in a long time. <laughs> yeah, you um, don't always see them. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's a it is amazing, and let's just say thank Christ I acquired the taste at a young age. But mm. I do think they might be an acquired taste because you try and explain. And of course, if anyone's had proper Turkish delight, like my flatmate went to, I think Istanbul la- last year or before yeah. COVID. Christ, I can't remember. Time flies, uh, and he came back with a box of actual proper Turkish delight, and it was just a different animal entirely. Obviously, you'd kind of expect that, right? It's it's not going to be proper Turkish delight from fries, is it? It's going to be a sort of you know substitute it's, yeah. yeah it's not like authentic no <laughs> no no but, but what it is fundamentally is really weird you try to explain to someone it's like yeah it's a it's a jelly it's a kind of gelatin mm. but but encased in milk chocolate and it's it, well they it's a weird taste isn't it traditional turkish delight hasn't got gelatin in it apparently no oh um, actually Oh, I thought you were going to say chocolate. Yeah, I don't know about the gelatin. I think traditional Turkish Delight yeah. did, because it was made from, like, hooves and stuff like that. I don't know if it is, apparently. I don't know. Oh, right. I don't know. Well, anyway, whether it is or isn't, the, the one I had from from Istanbul was, and it, and it was unbelievable, but... but Anyway, a very different beast. But I, I sort of gave, mm. gave, my, gave my mate, sort of cut him off a, a piece of it for him to try. And he was clearly, like freaked out by it because it is weird freaked like out. i love them but it's a weird yeah he was like Ooh. <laughs> he, was, he was sort of like yeah d- don't know if i'd reach for that myself in the shop when it's surrounded by other chocolate bars and he said well more fool you <laughs> yeah, yeah, no exactly, eastern promise yeah. for you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah he doesn't know about the eastern promise but oh. i've tried to tell him i've tried to tell him um, but yeah, so I've been sort of low-key obsessed with Turkish Delight. It's a really seasonal... B- I'll go mental on Turkish Delight, and then I'll just sort of forget it for, like, another <laughs> ten months. And then, yeah. yeah. So, Whisper Gold, Turkish Delight's a surprise one. And the last one I was going to tell you about, which you can have, but mm-hmm. you may not want to, is a okay. new ki- new kind of pot noodle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Donna Kebab pot noodle. Ooh. <laughs> oh, what's that like? I tell you what, it's really good. I had Is one. It? I've only had one. I bought it yesterday, and you know what's weird about it? Like, mm. really, like it's vegan, and I checked the pot for you, so you can have one. Yeah, but it really accurately recreates the flavour. And I should full disclosure: I haven't had a doner kebab. I think in about 
10 years. I mean, when you used to go out and get pissed at the end of the night, you'd have a yeah. Donner kebab if you really yeah. want some greasy nastiness. I think I'm the um, same. I don't think I have yeah. either. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But from what I remember them tasting like, it was basically spot on. But they do this thing, which I've never seen pot noodle do before, where it's like <clears throat> you brew the pot noodle. Oh. There's like a little meter on the lid. What? And it's and it gives it gives you a sauce sachet. And then it mm. says put don't put the sauce in if you just want the the authentic London Donner. And then it says put half the sachet in if you want a sort of like a slight kick, like you put a little bit in and it goes put the whole sachet in if you want your bloody head blown off. Right. So <laughs> it even advises you to go steady on the on the sauce, which the Bombay bad boy does not do. So, you know, it's well, the options there for you to customise your own Donner kebab pot noodle is what I'm saying. If um, you're if you're reducing the spice on a Bombay bad boy, it's mm. not a bad boy anymore. It's just a Bombay boy. It's, it's just a Bombay boy. And, and, I and want who's interested in that? We want it to be want, bad, exactly. Yeah, you want a bad boy, uh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't... It's, yeah, it's silliness. It's, who's not doing the... Anyway, yeah. yeah. So that's Madness. where I am anyway. It's, it's been a sort of triple, triple whammy um, of, uh, well, you know, I, of I mean... My my instant reaction to the Donner kebab pot noodle is to turn my nose up at it. But mm-hmm. if I see it, I'll try it and I'll report back. But I think you should because oh, it's I vegan. First of all, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. You've got nothing to lose if you just get don't get the king's king pot one. Just get the normal true. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you don't <laughs> like I, it, fair enough. <laughs> I can't waste stuff. So like, if I <laughs> dig into a king pot noodle, I'm eating that. Or, oh, hundred. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No matter what. So yeah, no, you're <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah, good advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You'll you'll find a way, and I would say try it without any sauce, and then gradually crank up the sauce because it, okay. it it's really spicy when you do the whole sachet. It's lovely stuff. Right, right, right. Um, mm. <clears throat> right. Anyway, yeah, we've got to get uh, talking about video games, and then we can feed in to the pod as as we go mm. any uh, silly purchases that we may or may not have made. How do you think people of- feel about the video game podcast? The first. <laughs> Ten minutes being about pot noodles and chocolate bars. I think they'd be upset if they had it any other way. I'd like to know. Yeah. I'd like feedback on this. I get yeah. yeah, yeah. Email it podcast at videogamer.com or, yeah. uh, or or tweet us. Video do you just want pure video games? Let, do, if, do you, we're are you sick time. of this snack watch shit? <laughs> but they can't get this from IGN. No, exactly. You know, exactly. They can't get this from the from the uh, from the from the giants. I'm sorry. Who's big... listening to anything but this podcast and this podcast alone, though? What we, are you doing? We get we get correspondence from listeners saying that we're the only ones they need. So, oh, you know, that, I love that. More of that. Just to great. massage our egos. We like we like yeah. that. Yeah, and we if anyone's <laughs> if anyone's got some exotic pot noodle flavor recommendations, for oh well, us, yeah, send them email in. Email in because mm. I'll try anything. Anyway, yeah. Right, yeah. have a jingle uh, and we'll get into it. I like a fat cat. Oh, I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. I like a fat cat. Oh, I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. The bigger the better. This week, uh, we've both been uh, putting some time into Saints Row, which is the yeah. uh, the, ki- the kind of the big one for this week. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's this is just to give people a a quick uh, get up to data. It's Volition is the developer, and it's mm-hmm. published by... Is it THQ Nordic now? No, it's Deep Silver. Um, uh, that Deep was Silver. one that right. was lost to Deep Silver in the THQ, uh, you know, liquidation or whatever you want to call uh, it. Yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. Okay, well, <clears throat> it's a... Uh, we, we call it Reboot? 
Is it a reboot? Yeah, that's um, basically how they're positioning it. It is a reboot, <clears throat> although um, I'd yeah. say it's only a reboot in story terms. It's not really... Um, well, I suppose nothing it is to... sort of a reboot in that it strips did... away a lot of the yeah. zaniness, if you like. It sort of scales it back. So once upon a time, we had a GTA clone called mm-hmm. Saints Row that came out in 2006. Yep. Very much a, a, a GTA clone. The GTA clone is kind of a dying breed. I mean, these days... Yeah doesn't really exist the way it once did. Do you um, think Sleeping Dogs was the last original GTA clone? I think so, yeah. I, th- I can't think of another one. I think it was must be. 20, 2012? 2012, Sleeping yeah. Dogs? Yeah, oh, it, it kind of just went. And then the mm. ones that exist now are sort of like, it's Assassin's Creed. And it's like, well, that's, you know, its own thing. There's no or... cars in Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, I can't exactly. rob a liquor store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, that's a good point because, like, some of the stuff that used to mean that it was a GTA clone is mm-hmm. now no longer a G- the marker of a GTA clone. So, yeah. for instance, back in the day, if a game had a mini map in the bottom left corner, that made you go, "Oh, it's like GTA." But now, that sort of little mechanic is in so many different things that it's sort of just can't be considered that can it really? yeah no like it's in it's in horizon forbidden west and you wouldn't really call that a gta clone it's much more of a no you know post ubisoft open world well, malarc. a big part of grand theft auto and being a clone mm. is theft and auto theft there's and no auto. crime or cars in it i don't think it qualifies and you'd rather it be grand yeah, grand. If it's grand, I mean that's an added extra. But <laughs> that's an added extra. If it's grand yeah. as well, then it fulfills all yeah. of the requirements of a, of a GTA clone. Yeah, yeah. Ab- but you absolutely. can get away with just being theft and auto. You can have theft and auto, and we'll be happy. We'll be smiling and nodding. Yeah. And if you're grand, we'll be grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, and I, I think Saints Row kind of falls short on the grand bit, doesn't it? I would say it does. So, yeah. So you loved it, didn't you? I read your review, I... and I, I didn't look at the number at the end. It seems like you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I wrong? I Rich, Rich, Rich is lampooning me, everyone. He's lampooning me. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I am a not. national lampoon. He's yeah. a national lampoon. Yeah, um, yeah I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't love it. I, oh. it's weird. I went back to play the original Saints Row um, on uh, on Xbox, and I really enjoyed it. Within like ten minutes, I was having a good time. It was funny. Yeah. It had Michael Rappaport and Keith David in it. It was really, really simple. It just kind of took stuff that I was already doing in Grand Theft Auto and kind of beefed out bits of it. And actually, it did a bunch of stuff that was better than Grand Theft Auto at the time. Yeah, uh, you know things like trip skip or the ability to to retry missions straight away. You know, it just had loads of quality of life stuff, and it kind of cut to the chase a little bit. It had you moving up through the ranks a lot more quickly than GTA. And graphically at the time on the 360 in 2006, it was pretty beastly because back then it was like, well, we don't really know what, you know, it'd be a couple of years before we got GTA 4, right? So people didn't really know. When when people played the first Saints Row, it was almost like, oh, this is what GTA might look like when we get, whenever (laughs) we get that, you know. But I think if I had to put my finger on it, it would be Saints Row 2, would be the game, which yeah. had the misfortune of coming out the same year as GTA 4. Yeah. And that's the game that kind of tried to differentiate itself by going down the kooky, zany route. 
Um, mm. And then, of course, Saints Row the Third just went really, really, really nuts, and so did Saints Row Four, and then Saints Row Gat Out of Hell. It was a series where you've got you know dildo bats and yeah. you know crazy lasery. The new game, which is a a reboot again, just called Saints Row. One of the problems for me is that it pairs things back a bit, but like it just sort of ends up as a weird halfway house because it's like, well, it's not as grounded as the original Saints Row. And also, you kind of just think, well, if you're doing this, why don't you just go crazy and just do the stuff that you do in the other Saints Row game? Like, it's it's grounded enough so that it yeah. just becomes a little bit unremarkable. I was sort of waiting for it to kind of go beyond and about as mad as it gets is maybe the mayhem and insurance fraud missions, which are nothing yeah. new. They were in the other games. Yeah. Um, but that, that's when I had the most fun with it. It was just, mm. you know, being let off the leash and blowing stuff up and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I would say uh, I had fun with a wingsuit. But the yeah. thing is, if you want that, just play Just Cause. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, actually, it's yeah. actually just done better in Just Cause. And you've got the, the tow cable gun and stuff in Just Like, if you want a sort of physics sandbox where you can do nutty shit and sort of just fly... Then Saints Row's the one for you. Go and pick up. Uh, sorry, Saints Just Cause. Row. Just Cause is the one. In fact, go and get Just Cause Four because that game was cheap thrills in a really good way, right? Uh, I preferred three personally. Um, yeah, 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 four, yeah. Four felt three, like kind yeah. of diminishing returns. <clears throat> See, I didn't play Saints Row Three, so for me, Saints Row Four. Do you mean Just provided- Cause? <laughs> I keep doing that. Unbelievable. Just cause. Yeah, They've yeah, mingled yeah. in my head. I never played Just Cause three. Um, it mm. sort of passed me, but I played Just Cause one, and then I, and then the one, and then I played Just Cause four. So I got the same sort of hit from Just right. Cause four, and it had all yeah. the weather stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I can see how you'd like Just Cause four if you hadn't played three already. Yeah, I did hear even at the time people were like, "It's kind of just three again." But, yeah, <laughs> but, they've stuck a tornado me, in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, for me it was lovely, um, but yeah. So that's so it. Just sort of seems like with Saints Row, you're running around, you're trying to build up a criminal empire. There's other gangs. You got your missions. You got your side quests. It's still kind of a GTA clone, but only it's not because it doesn't really do anything as good as GTA does it. It's like the shooting. I didn't find very. It's got that classic thing where the shooting's like, yeah, everyone's got health bars, and you have to unload an entire clip from an M16 into someone's skull before they fall down. And mm. you know, oh yeah, maybe gradually you upgrade your stuff, and eventually you actually can take someone down in a reasonable number of bullets. But that's not really fun. So why would you want to do that? You know, yeah. and the driving's quite. It's got a kind of a comic booky, silly handbrake turn, which is quite fun. Um, very sort of old school driving section in an EA Bond game, kind of loose, <laughs> drifty drive. You know, yeah. it's got it's got some knockabout fun bits, but every time one of them came around, like when I leapt from a tall building and opened the wingsuit, it was like, eh, it could be playing Just Cause. And then when I did a cool handbrake turn, I was just like, oh, Miss Driver San Francisco, or GTA for that matter. Like, <laughs> I think you know, the main issue I had was kind of a lack of um, mission variety as well. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like most objectives, you're either driving really fast to a location before the timer runs out mm-hmm. or you'd be fighting hordes of enemies waves <laughs> yeah. of enemies uh, yeah. shooting them 
That that yeah. that was it. Those are sort of the two main objectives. There's nothing yeah. else really. No, and you know what's funny as well is that the things where they try and say that there is something, like if they say like those, you know, those wingsuit challenges. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. it made me laugh loads because I, I I made a beeline for those because I opened the map and I thought, ah, oh, stuff to do with the wingsuit, sweet. But it's just yeah, you wingsuit onto a rooftop and then shoot some people. Yeah. And it's like, but I could be shooting them down on the ground. Like, why isn't there cool wingsuit stuff to do? Because <laughs> wingsuit, then shoot. We've exactly. got wingsuits, we've got shooting. What, yeah. uh, combine them. Wingsuits, wingsuits and shooting. Wingsuit. There Jeez. you go. Boom. Job done. New, yeah, new mission type. No, not really, <laughs> but good enough. Um, exactly, yeah. Uh, th- there were some mission types where I was just like, ah. Oh. Really, yeah. I don't want to Spra- do this. Sprawling out on the car roof while you shoot. Yeah, people. that. Yeah. The riding shotgun missions, they got tiresome. Yeah. Too many of them. The Pony yeah. Express ones, they oh, annoyed gosh. me no end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Do you know what? The, ch- the choplifter one was was quite fun. Those are good. Just, yeah. 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 yeah well, it's, no. it's just something different, isn't it? It's just exactly. something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything different was uh, welcome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, I kept expecting the game to really kind of. Let its hair down, kick it up and a bit, yeah, yeah, just kick it up a notch, and it just sort of didn't, and then it sort of ends, and you're like, mm. okay, all right, yeah, well, thanks. And you know what doesn't help as well, and and one of the reasons why I think that the super zany Saints Row games might be preferable, it's like they the story is 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 like obviously not why anyone's going to play this game, but there is one, there is a story um, mm-hmm. about your gang, you know, the Saints, and they're trying to build up their criminal empire. But it's really yeah. rubbish. Um, <laughs> it's got this very strange tone where I don't really know what they're going for and I don't know what jokes that they would say they're in on. Like, I don't yeah. know who the target is of any of the punchlines. It's like, so you have these people that talk to each other like they're sort of like young, uh, funny, ironic, millennial types and they keep talking about like the side missions are called side hustles yeah. and there's an there's an app and then someone says oh they brought the gig economy to murder for hire and there's all these like cracks and and like jokes and stuff but and the characters just like nonchalantly will rock up at a place and just murder like 10 or 20 people and then but they'll go home and they'll like make each other fajitas and sort of just sort of generally be normal nice human beings to each other and mm. I, I suppose perhaps the people at Volition would be like oh yeah that's the joke it's like a an ironic thing and I'm like but who's the joke for and who's the target of the satire though because you're not satirizing America in anywhere near well the, the way I mean, that Rockstar would yeah that's it isn't it there, there isn't really a satire um, no. I mean, you hit the nail on the head in your review, and I wish I'd made this same observation. The the radio stations, like the little reports and stuff in GTA, those are brilliant. Yeah. Aren't they? The little the yeah. stuff between the music or the talk radio stations. Yeah. In this, they're kind of very throwaway. I mean, they're they're not, it's nothing. not like they're bad, yeah. but they're, they they have nothing to say. And no, yeah, that's it. That's it. That is it. I think you've nailed yeah. it there. It f- comes across like they just have nothing to say, mm. and it's just like. But I'm watching all these cutscenes, and these characters are just weird. They're just fucking weird. Like, it's just like, yeah, there's like a kid who looks about 17, and he wears a, a, a bow tie. But, and they kind of want to have you believe he's part of this criminal empire, but he's like, 
no, they all and they all remind me of like weird like Fortnite style creation. That like none of them resemble sort of hu- human beings in a way. It's like a weird comic book version of reality that sort of wants to be real and then at the same time laugh about mm. stuff. But I, I just it, it just got to the point where like you know every cutscene I was just like oh. Shut yeah. up! Just let me go and do this <laughs> thing. I don't. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, c- c- couldn't couldn't really re- recommend the game to, to to people honestly. Like, if if you loved the other Saints Row game, I just wanted to play the first one. I'll be honest with you. I went back. I found the first disc of Saints Row in like one of those little DVD folders under mm. the stairs. And um, put it in the Series X, and it I think it zhuzhed up the graphics real nice. Yeah, yeah. And, like, within 20 minutes, I laughed at something on the radio. Keith David was brilliant. I laughed at a couple of jokes. Pete, your enemies die in one shot if you hit them in the head, or two shots yeah. if you hit them in the body with just a basic 9 mil handgun. The driving's decent. It's just like... I, I was just like, shit, I, 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 I wish it was this as potentially uninspiring as it is this, this is the thing is better i wonder if they even went back and played their own old games or went and had a look at gta 5 because one of the first things i thought is i mean this doesn't push the genre forward in any way shape or form it has nothing <laughs> new like no. gta 5 came out almost 10 years ago yeah yeah and that's yeah. still like brilliant and this but it, and doesn't it, but it feels even come more. close no, not no, and also GTA Five feels more current in its in its yeah. even in its humour and its yeah. sort of attempts at sort of which is insane, of yeah, which yeah. is crazy, yeah. If it yeah. had just had a bit more edge, you know, and in it and attempted something, you know, some, you know, satire of any kind. I mean, I was trying to th- I was trying to think of like, you know, what satire it does go for, and it doesn't really attempt mm, any. Does- thing no, really not, does it not really it it just doesn't have the courage of that conviction it, it just mm. it puts silly jokey internet-y humor in in the hopes that you'll crack a smile and you just sort of don't and but it, there are some cheap thrills to be had you know the driving is yeah be quite drifty and fun the wingsuits are kind of throwaway fun uh, that, that is the thing i i did have some fun with it like you know mm. the hoverboard the tank the VTOL, oh, the, the helicopters thing was, and stuff. Was, those are all really fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and yeah. It's fun to tow something around and use it as a wrecking ball. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Um, and some of the sort of effects and stuff, like when you smash into through fences and through trees and stuff, it's got some nice destructibility and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, some, there's some nice bits in there, but on the whole, there is just so many better. Go and play Rage 2. Go and play Mad Max from 2014 if you want good driving in a desert world. You know, there's just like, mm. there's so much more and better out there. But Anyway, anyway. Yeah, enough of that. Shame. Enough of that. It, it, All right. It, it's, <laughs> you know, we had, we, had, we had some fun with Saints Row in and amidst the, the, the droll, right? The dross. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. You, yeah. however, have been playing Curse to Golf, which yeah. I want to know about, because I've been hearing rumblings that this is really good. Well, this is a funny one, because on paper, this isn't my sort of thing. Like, no, indie, indie bollocks, classic. No, it's not that. I, I, I joke <laughs> about indie bollocks. I, I don't really feel that way. I love indie games, and I've played loads of indie games and I've enjoyed them, and I will champion yeah. an indie game. Yeah, indie bollocks is you know it's a, a running joke, isn't it? Hoity-toity. Um, yeah, that, yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, some people do sort of champion indie games above and beyond, but hey, ho, that's that's another thing. Look, that's I mean, I gave Roller Drone nine out of ten. That's an indie game. Love it. 
It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, as I, you know, as I've often said, uh, Half Life is an indie game. There you go. So oh, that is it's also a, it's brilliant. A, it's a meaningless. Uh, you know, th- yeah. I don't want to get sucked into what makes indie. indie what remains of Edith Finch gave that a nine. Also brilliant. Don't think that is indie. I think that was published by Annapurna. Yeah, but it's still an indie developer, wasn't it? Uh, what, Giant Sparrow? Well, yeah, what makes indie. them indie, though? They had a publisher. They had a major publisher. They're a small for team, me, though, aren't they? Well, that, well that's indie just Indie for me it, is though. a small team and a small, you know... Well, no? that's... But that's... Yeah, I mean, but, like, you know, there's... It, I think there's a hundred ways to do it. If you publish your own game, you're independent, well, right? Well, Radiohead were an indie band. <clears throat> Parlophone yeah. still, you know... Yeah, well, in, in, in music, there's like loads of ways of defining it. You can have an indie <laughs> record label. Sometimes yeah. it's just aesthetics. People just go, oh, yeah, he has greasy hair and ripped jeans. He's probably indie. And it's like, mm. but you put them out on Sub Pop, which was just a massive label. He's Indie's got a whip. So... He's wearing a fedora. He's probably yes. indie. <laughs> yeah, and it's the same thing in video games. It's like, oh, it's sort of pixel art and it uses a chiptune soundtrack. It's like, you know people mix up the, the aesthetics with the all right, in my all right, it's super difficult to anyway like I, it, it, no, what's I indie what and what is yeah. not is yeah, yeah generally I would argue if you have your game going out on a uh, something like Annapurna that doesn't automatically that's a big old publisher with all right of but anyway anyway curse to golf curse to golf <laughs> yeah curse like to golf on paper yeah not my sort of thing it's a roguelike first of all or roguelite uh, which um, for me is an instant turn off yeah yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, the pixel art in this is absolutely glorious. Like, <laughs> it's impossible not to immediately fall in love with it. Is it golf? It's, What's going on? So the the premise is it's a little sort of side-scrolling platformer, except you don't really scroll. You're just <laughs> playing golf shots. <laughs> right, okay. Um, and the the premise is that you you're a, a sort of golf champ who's struck by lightning and he dies. Brilliant. During the championship, during the, like the winning stroke to win the championship, <laughs> and so he's cast into like a sort of golfing hell, and he's cursed to golf. Oh, unless, I love that! I love that. Unless he can be eighteen holes and and descend back into the you know. Is into he the world. playing against the devil? No, he's he's. I don't think so. Oh, he's playing against the greenkeeper, the greenskeeper, <laughs> who keeps changing the holes. If you so, if you fail a hole, you have to start again from hole number one. Oh, I see. Hence and the roguey type. Yeah, the roguelike yeah. thing. Right, and right, and right. start again. And the holes will change every time, so they're always different. Okay. Um, right. So there's a bit of proc gen to it as well, which I also yeah. hate, but in this <laughs> it works. Yeah, you're using all the magic keywords that well, turns it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything about it shouldn't work, but it's it does in this. It does, it does, it does, honestly. Okay, all right. Um, all right. So get, it's like, a little... side-scroller. It's it's viewed from the side, but like I say, okay. you don't scroll anywhere. So mm. you, you mm. hit, you make little golf shots. So you have three clubs. You've got your little drivey, little iron, and a mm-hmm. wedge. Mm-hmm. So you can pick which club is uh, ideal for each shot. And there's different the terrains. Faced club, the sand exactly, wedge. exactly. Yeah. So there's like water hazards. There's boxes of TNT. There's mm. um, little like patches of rough and bunkers and things. Um, and you basically got to sort of golf your way through these little kind of mazes to the hole at the end. And Excellent. there are 18 holes. You've got to complete 18 holes in a row of course. To, to complete the game. And get out of hell. Yeah. And each kind of hole you complete, you can then pick your path. So you can go to the shop and buy some ace cards to uh, give yourself a little edge. 
Oh, um, so these are like add strokes to your counter. So because you, you have like a limited number of strokes to get to the hole, and if you mm. expend those strokes, that's it. You fail, and you go back to the beginning. Oh, I see. So it's all okay. about managing your ace cards, basically. And if you hit oh. these little idle statues, they add to your stroke count as well. So little gold ones give you four extra strokes. Silver ones give you two. Um, and yeah, hmm. it's just really fun. Really, really oh, good fun. Okay. Um, I had to stop last night because I got to like a few holes in and then I failed the hole and I went all the way back and I was like right that's enough for me to talk about on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) I can see it's very fun but I don't have time right now Um, and very nice pixely art the pixel art's wonderful I love it Um, okay how can I uh, get my hands on this thing you can go to your PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, or PC and download it. Um, Excellent. Excellent. I'm not sure how much it is, uh, but it's it's probably worth it. I reckon it's okay. about 15 quid. Brilliant. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll definitely I, I th- get it. I, I think you dig it. It's definitely... Because oh, you'll get like a kick out of the little golf fella. Yeah. And his little I buggy. I do want to know he, about He him. drives around in his little buggy, his little cart <laughs> between holes. And just that... <laughs> That is brilliant. The way his little golf oh. buggy is animated is, yeah. I've got to do it. Yeah, no, I, I am sort of instantly sold on this. Yeah, yeah. I need to get it. Okay, all right, now that should set us in good stead. Curse to golf, Saints Row, classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get on to the news, but I'll give you a jingle first. You are back once again as the Doomslayer. Yeah. He's got redesigned armour. Yeah. Still green. So you've got your arm blade. Get stabby. You've got like your rocket launcher. I like it. Um, you've got a flamethrower cannon thing. <laughs> you've got your super shotguns meat hook. Yeah. You've got your blood punch. It's just like a big swing punch. Then you've got the... Oh. Spit out armor. Spit out health. Spit out armor. Spit out ammo. Is it hell? Killing demons. Is it heaven? Damage. Demons. Horrible demons. Doom. 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 News. Uh, item mm-hmm. number one. Uh, we didn't get to this last week because I oh. swanned off on holiday. Yeah, which uh, a couple, couple of listeners are... Uh, look, you know, <laughs> I know Rich Walker phones in from holiday but you know i'm not i'm not as as strong as rich walker I well think, josh so. needs his time you know yeah, yeah he needs yeah, to yeah. reset got, give I him a break the, <laughs> i need i need whisper gold salted caramel yeah to, um to relax that's my radox oh know? didn't we say we we're gonna do a two-hour special uh, i don't know if we could do that after all we may not be able to commit to that how part, about we'll we do an extra sort of five minutes each week for a while till it adds mm. up to two hours. So it all just balances out, and then yeah, 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 yeah. that will shut them up. All right, because yeah. um, that's what we're trying to do. We just want to shut them up. <laughs> right, uh, alone in the dark. Yes, please. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never played the original. It's there's like th- yeah, it's weird with alone in the dark. Credited so, as being the actual progenitor of. The survival horror, yes. Yeah. Not Trusted Evil. <laughs> yeah, like, sort of, in a way, yes. Although, you, yeah, because you could go back to, like, Sweet Home, mm. which was oh, right, the yeah. original. Sweet Home I Alabama. Mean, Sweet the, Home Alabama, Leonard Skinner. The film. Or the film, no, yeah. the film. <laughs> all the, all the film with <laughs> the uh, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a survival horror, that. if you can get that, through that. Well, if you can survive the horror <laughs> of it, then yeah, fair play to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, God, that's a shit film. <laughs> can I just say, um, if if they're going to remake Alone in the Dark, can we get the inventory jacket back, please? <laughs> the 
Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Right. So, <laughs> right, Alone in the Dark mm-hmm. happened in the early 90s. It was, it was actually... A sort of point and click thing, to be honest, at the beginning, but it did, right. but it was, but it was also a horror, and you had a th- yeah. 3D, you know, yeah, to survive, that you had to survive. Mm. Then there was another, then there was a reboot called Alone in the Dark: The New Nightmare, which yeah. came out for the PS1, the PC, the Dreamcast, and actually was then brought to the PS2. Um, yeah, a bit of a bit of a, and it's quite a good game actually. In fact, I, I bought it the other day. Oh, um, look at on you. the old uh, Steam Deck. Yeah, it was like one pound ten. So I was like, cheers. Um, mm, very nice. And then they re- <laughs> It's mad, isn't it? It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> and then they rebooted it again in uh, 2008, which I actually think is kind of an underrated game. I know it got a big kicking, and I did laugh just now when you made fun of the uh, inventory system in that I, game. I only ever played a demo of it, and that jacket inventory turned me off. I was <laughs> like, this is stupid. <laughs> it was a good idea, but it yeah, just the execution work. tied your fingers in knots, didn't it? Because yeah. the whole thing was you look down at the person's body... Yeah, uh, Ed, they'd open Edwards. their coat. They'd open the coat, and everything that you could see in the inventory was right there. And it was in real time, by the way. Like you couldn't, mm-hmm. if there was monsters knocking about, you couldn't just. Pause yeah, you're being attacked while you're looking in. You're getting attacked. Give me yeah, a second. Like... I just uh, spray <laughs> yeah. my jacket. Yeah, which they sort of took for Resi, because like in the Resi Two remake, you can no longer pause for the inventory. Oh, which yes, like you, yeah. you sort of you could pause in like Resi Four, you know, like mm-hmm. the Tetris Tetris infantry. The thing is about that that well, I'm going off on a tangent. I'll do the news first, and then I'll talk about that 08 one briefly. Um, yeah. So there's another reboot happening. THQ Nordic uh, has called it a reimagining, reimagining of the game. Yeah, classic. Yeah, it's uh, Pieces Interactive, which is a, a Swedish studio uh, owned by THQ, is is working on it. Um, and they spoke with uh, VGC, uh, Michael, or possibly Mikhail uh, Hedberg, uh, is mm-hmm. directing and writing the game. And uh, Hedberg worked on Amnesia and Soma. So, kind of some good some pedigree. Cool pedigree yeah. there yeah uh, and the monster designs you'll be able to vouch for this i'm sure because i actually can't uh, the monster designs are by guy davis who worked on evolve which i didn't play um yeah the, the monster designs in that were cool they were kind of lovecraftian oh well it'll probably suit this then because that's yeah. not the street for this one yeah and also apparently by the way guy davis uh, involved with uh talk- monster designs involved with pacific rim so, oh wow okay well yeah. there you go yeah, yeah, kaiju. I, mean, I yeah, don't think there'll be any kaiju, kaiju in Alone in the Dark. No, that'd be a turn not. up for the books. We can only hope, you know. Um, but the what new would you do if they put in a, a mini game with you in a mech fighting a kaiju? Yeah. I'd was like it, that. G- was it uh, Gypsy Danger? Was that yeah. was that Pacific Rim? Yeah, that was, I think that was so, the yeah. one. That was the pilot. <clears throat> I like yeah. that film. That lot. film was good fun. The sequel it was good fun. is rubbish. I didn't see it, but I it's can imagine. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, well, they did everything. That film, like Ron Seal, just did what it said on the tin. Like you sort of yeah, don't need a exactly for that. You know. Yeah, this one didn't do what it said on the tin. It was, <laughs> I, it was really weird. I don't understand how it was so rubbish. Yeah, how do you fuck that up? Yeah, how do you? Yeah, exactly. The thing is, Look, it wasn't Guillermo del Toro, so uh-huh. I guess that's well, the uh, that's where that's they went the, wrong. That's one way you fuck it up. Yeah. 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 Um, the new game, the new Alone in the Dark, will be a love letter to the original, yeah. which uh, targeting quote a classic 
third-person horror game mix of strange and interesting characters, a dense atmosphere, and thrilling combat. What if it was strange and uninteresting characters? <laughs> Would that be good? Which, actually, it might well be, yet we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> they are strange. I'd love it if a, a press release said that. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. They're just really honest. They're just yeah. like, yeah, look, it's not the that gameplay mechanics will be rubbish. They're gonna, they're gonna be, they're fine. gonna be terrible. Gonna be- <laughs> the game will be riddled with bugs. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're saying that. By the way. Over the- no, no, no. We're no. not. We're not saying that. That's we're what being we're silly. We're being silly, bitches. Yeah. Um, set in the deep south of the US during the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Get the option of playing Edward Carnby, who's always, always been the protagonist of. Is that uh, Prohibition Lonely era? Will, uh, will he be cutting yes, around barrels be. of rum and stuff? I imagine he bloody yeah. well might well be, yeah. But you can also play as Emily Hartwood, so it's okay. a sort of dual protagonist approach, uh, oh. exploring environments, fighting monsters, solving puzzles, and discovering the terrible truth about the mansion of Deserto. So I don't know what that's. You know, is it deserted? Is that what they've called it? Deserto. It, 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 it might be. They're saying it's a, a mental asylum. Quote: oh. A mental asylum where something is lurking. Oh, yeah. Well, we we take that as red. Yeah, yeah. You so, know, if we're fighting monsters, you've already told us we're fighting monsters. We yeah, assume there's something yeah. lurking. It's not just going to be like a stray dog that's wandering no. into the asylum just looking exactly. for a little bit of food, is it? So. Yeah. Although dogs. Um, if you're talking about I'm, evil dogs, scary. Yeah, Cerberus. Mm. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm up for it. I, yeah, I me always, too. Alone in the Dark gets a bad rap because it's never really... Yes, it sort of had a big hand in what we sort of think of as mm. three-dimensional third-person uh, survival horror, and it was a huge influence on Resident Evil. But Resident Evil was also better in a number yes. of ways. Um, yeah, it popular, popularised the genre. Yeah, and there's cemented no what it is. getting around that, really. It's mm. just sort of, that's what's going on. But, what I will say, Alone in the Dark 2008, it did have some really good things about it, that game. It mm. had some really... It, it, it's a sort of culty, quite fun, sort of B-movie game. It's Look, got, right, um, don't, because you're going to make me go on eBay again <laughs> and buy a copy, aren't you? And I'm in trouble. <laughs> I keep having arguments with Elise about this now. She, Have you she's had going anything mad. else? Yeah, I have. I, I bought two more DS games. Excellent. Excellent. I wanted to buy Deus Ex 2, and I was like, can I buy it? It's only two quid. She's like, it's not the money. It's the space. It's the amount space. of stuff. It's like, you can't See, buy anything else. I know. You're, you've got a problem now, because you love the physical media, but you can't deny that the space is an absolute bastard. Well, this is why they have, we have the loft converted, but that's not washing anymore. I'm like, but we, just the loft. Anymore. The loft, the loft. She's like, that's not what the loft is for. It's not for you to stuff full of... You know, things. Yeah. Get well, game what's locked. it for then? Is my yeah. point. <laughs> what's it for? If yeah. not shoving full of plastic shite. Yes. That's what it's that's what that's what we paid for. There's still yeah. half of the space left almost. I've got to fill it. Oh you got to, yeah, you, you you do. You do you do, to be fair. But that game, right, my thing with Alone in the Dark was it did a it did a it did a few really, really cool things. In the same way that Resident Evil stole its thunder at the sort of turn of the millennium. Yeah. Alan Alan Wake stole a lot of that game's thunder. Yes. It's yeah. it's really funny. It's got um McCaffrey, who voices uh Thomas Zane and is the mm-hmm. voice of Max Payne. He voices mm-hmm. Edward Carnby. Does but he? yeah. That's and cool. 
it has the whole fire mechanic, which is really similar to the light mechanic, like the monster. Like basically, you can set fire to like anything that's like made of wood, and mm. it's got you can like rotate it around with the right analog stick. And fire is like the best way to defeat loads of enemies. And at the time, that magazine that that stuff was in so many magazines and stuff, like previewing that game because the fire yeah. mechanic was like amazing. Plus, it was also uh, an open world. Which is funny because actually yeah. originally Alan Wake was supposed to be an open world and it was supposed to feature driving, but they scaled it back. Whereas in Alone in the Dark, it still does feature driving and you could drive around the whole of Central Park. Do you know what? It sounds to me, and I say this having only played the demo, mm. which featured a bit of driving yeah, and was annoying. Um, it seems to me maybe they bit off more than they could chew with that game. Oh yeah, for sure. Like they had a fat up budget, and they mm. they like previewed the shit out of it. Like the 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 marketing on it was massive. Kind of helped Atari. Yeah, for he sure. published it. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. And shout out as well to um, like the best version. Like there was a, when it came out on PS3, like a year or six months later, they had this thing Alone in the Dark Inferno, and they just mm. fixed like a bunch of the stuff. Like that's just the best version of the game. But it's it, at that point it was like a bit of a moot point because no one cared anymore. But it did just fix mm. quite a few of the bugs and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. Just a bloody good one. Um. Anyway, anyway, Alone in the Dark reboot. Yes, please. Uh, yeah. I'm really excited for this, but it comes with a caveat. There's a new Tintin game happening. Tintin Reporter, Cigars of the Pharaoh. Yeah, have they said... Because the thing is, at the end of the trailer, you see his little press card, and it says yeah. Tintin, and then below that it says Reporter. But on the actual game, mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be called Cigars of the Pharaoh or Tintin C- Cigars of the Pharaoh. I don't know I if think the it's actual... Tintin. It is Tintin Reporter, Cigars of the Pharaoh. I wrote this up yesterday. Really? That's the full title, I, yeah. Who calls saw, their kid Tintin? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, well, what's going on there? It, it is mad. He's got a little quiff. And, yeah. But I, yeah, I watched the um, I watched the thing. I love Tintin. I really do. Yeah, he's all right. Um, I've got I a mate who looks him. a bit like Tintin, so that's good. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, it looks cool. But the only problem is... It's, it's so it's it's the game is inspired by Cigars of the, of the Pharaoh, which is mm-hmm. I think the, the fourth book of the Avengers of Tintin. Yeah, um, is that when he's like illicitly smuggling cigars? It's well, sort of. The whole thing was like a big. It ended up being like a oh, big dr- drug trafficking. Yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, because Tintin always had this kind of dark edge, like it was always mm. about this little lad who was like a little intrepid reporter, and he had his dog yeah. Snowy. But sometimes it just ended up being some real heavy shit. Like mm. just a, just a drug trafficking network throughout the Orient, like it just it's nuts, really. Yeah. But anyway, um, <clears throat> the only thing is, and I don't, I hope, I hope, I hope, and my fingers are crossed, but it is microids, and yeah, the thing is, microids they have like really cool taste. But I think uh, particularly for comic books and stuff like. Uh, they did Black Sad under the skin, and they did Thirteen, the the remake of Thirteen. That turned out they, well, didn't it? And now now they're doing this. And the problem is, a running theme there is that Black Sad and and Thirteen, he didn't launch in. They launched really hampered with bugs and shoddy stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's just true. a bit like I sort of I, yeah. I don't know if it's fair. I sort of feel bad, but it's fair. Pharaoh. I don't know if it's Cigars of the Pharaoh, but I sort of don't associate microids with, like, safe hands. I can't think of a game microids has published that has released in a lovely, robust, rock-solid mm. state. 
I will go on and Wikipedia and I will have a look because there, there might be. But I, yeah, I agree with it, you. In uh, recent memory, at least, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, that I, I don't know that their name really comes with the seal of quality. Well, this one isn't coming out until 2023. Uh, yeah, it's going to be on PC and consoles. So look, who bloody knows? Let's cross our fingers because I really well, one want thing it to I will say good. is I don't yeah. like the look of. Tintin that they've got in the game. I know they say it's based on Hergé's drawings, but yeah. I think he looks fucking weird. He looks like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> so, first thing I'd be doing is sorting that out. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. It's like a sort of Sonic the Hedgehog situation where yeah. they just patch, patch in a new Tintin. I thought it was hey, right. that's just me. Yeah. I might be wrong, but I thought yeah. he looked odd. You prefer the look of Janie Bell in the Steven Spielberg film? Yeah. You loved a bit of that, didn't you? Well, do you know what? It's actually not that far removed from that. Yeah, it's sort of similar, isn't it? It's a bit—it's a weird yeah. one. They, try, they kind of try to make him look mm. like a three D human. It's, it's like, yeah, don't one. he's yeah he he doesn't look human. He, he should. He I mean, he, he vaguely yeah. does, but you know what I mean. Not really. Yeah. He should have his little dot um, eyes. Don't give him real dot eyes. eyes. Little quiff and mm. little sort of shoes. Don't forget his little shoes. As yeah. Well. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. This one's kind of cool. A cancelled Iron Man game from Avalanche Studios has made its way uh, known on the internet. Mm. And um, aren't there rumours that EA are making one? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Like now, oh, we, didn't we mention this? Because I said they well, could just lift the flying from Anthem and well, that's, go from yeah, there. Yeah. We, we heard about the EA one last week. Yeah. And we were sort of Not talking last week. About, well, week before. Oh, week before. Last <laughs> pod, I should say. Last yeah. pod. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we sort of thought, yeah, get get the Anthem stuff going on. That makes sense. But yeah. this one, this would have been really, really cool. Cause we, th- so basically, Avalanche Studios, the people that made Just Cause, which mm-hmm. we were just talking about, mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Sundberg, who was one of the co-founders of Avalanche Studios, um, has revealed that his, uh, that his team was working on an Iron Man game for two years uh, before it was cancelled, yeah. he left Avalanche in 2019 and formed a new uh, new studio. Uh, and he 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 was he was saying basically that around about 2012 they had an open world game and it was it was cancelled following a couple of years in development. Disney and Marvel wanted the game to be completed very very quickly indeed, and he said, "quote It was I was a mess by the end. It was like shortening development time, increasing budget. We would have to hire 70 or 80 people to the team that I would have had the responsibility to find a new project for. And the dev time was shortened down so much that it was just impossible to do. It would have broken Mm -hmm. the studio completely if we'd agreed to it. And he said that the game was going to be, it was a very messy project. He said it could have been really, really good. And he said it would have enabled players to take off and fly anywhere, but that it had like a kind of focus on crunchy sort like melee combat and using yeah. Iron Man's like laser palms and shit. So that's kind of cool. Uh, um, repulse, yeah, there you go. I tell you what, <clears throat> if you want to sort of get a, a sort of preview of what that mm. game might have been like, mm. get Just Cause Three and download its Sky Fortress DLC. Gives Ooh. Rico a little jetpack and mm-hmm. basically turns him into Iron Man. Oh well, there you go. So Very that nice. is a that is a good way to sort of get an impression of what that game might have been like. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, <coughs> Kotor remake reportedly has been moved from Aspire Media to Saber Interactive. Mm. This is the uh, the troubled remake that we heard uh, could could could, according to some sources, be in real trouble. 
yeah. and not, not come out for quite a while indeed. But nothing's been officially confirmed. This is a report from Bloomberg, who cites an anonymous source, who said that the new studio uh, that's, that's working on the game is Sabre. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Embracer said, I think in an earnings call, said, quote, one of the group's AAA projects has transitioned to another studio within the group. This was done to ensure the quality bar is where we need it to be for the title. We're not expecting any material delays for the title based on this transition. So mm-hmm. They're not expecting any delays. When was that game supposed to come out? Was, Oof, it, this year? was it like late this year? I feel like year, it might or? have been late this year, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, yeah. Not great. I don't mm. know. I can't say... I'm not absolutely falling off my chair with excitement well, for the KOTOR remake. I mean, I want it. Like, I'm up for yeah. it, but I'm just, you know... I haven't actually played the uh, the original in about 15 years, and I don't really remember it. I'd actually quite like to play the original again. Well, it's back compared on Xbox. Well, I've got it on PC now, so I'm going to get it on the old <laughs> PC. Bloody yeah. P- yeah, yeah. PC boy. <clears throat> <laughs> It's the best What's version? happened to you? What's <laughs> happened to you, Josh? I'm not part of the master race, mate. I've, oh, left, you, I've left you in the dust. You know. Come on. Um, right. Oh, update on the NBA 2K23 Jordan challenges. My little theory about possible new classic teams. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, the new Jordan challenges in yeah. 2K23 are remakes of the challenges... Ten of them are. Ten of, Ten of them on. Oh, there are five new that. ones. I'm, get, I'm getting to that. I'm, I'm getting to that. Yeah. Oh, I know you're excited. Yeah. I'm excited too. I'm yeah. excited. Right. <laughs> so they're rebuilding the challenges of 2K11 and adding five new moments. Yeah. Does that mean we're getting five new classic teams? Probably not. Yeah. Because, you know, as you've well established, they have problems, don't they? Uh, securing... They right. don't always have problems. They do, and they have often problems. have absent players. <laughs> they do. Oh well, that's a whole. Yeah. Well, let's just let's just <clears throat> say adding classic teams, but we'll put that in massive quote marks for now because yeah, yeah barring any missing players, they. I they, don't they think did... they should be allowed to claim it unless they've got the full team. They Me can't too. say so and so team is in it unless no. the full team is accounted for. I, th- I think it's criminal, or at least at least the starting five. Yeah. Some of them don't even have that. Anyway, the last Ouch. the last time they added to it was 2019, so it's not that long ago. And they added the 07 Wizards and stuff, and they actually added quite a few decent teams to it. Um, so it happens every sort of every couple of games or so. They'll they'll add some more ones in there. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, you know, the really iconic sort of Jordan moments. Some of those did happen against teams that aren't in the game. Uh, you know, if, yeah. for example, I don't want to get anyone too excited here because I don't fucking think this is going to happen. Yeah. But if you look at his huge, uh, I think it was 55 points against the in the in game six of the finals against the uh, the Phoenix Suns, well, that would mean you'd have to have Barkley Suns. You know, that's one of the most iconic Jordan performances oh, ever. Mate. So, but the I'd thing love is, Barclay, Charles Barkley and all that. Yeah, but he's he's slag he's slagging them off. He's going, no, I'm not doing it. They don't pay enough money to the, to the sort of veteran players. Like Charles Barkley's been quite outspoken about how he doesn't want to lend his yeah. loans to them because he doesn't think they he doesn't think that they pay enough to sort of. Oh come on, Sir Charles. Yeah, come and, on. And you know, it's like, oh yeah, he dropped that when he when he scored like fifty five uh, sixty five points in Madison Square Garden. It's like. Well, that would be like the 93 Knicks, and they don't have that in the game. They've got the 95 Knicks and the 99 Knicks. So they Patrick don't... Ewing, John Starks. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, Which they kind classic. of have in the '95 one, but it mm. would again, it would involve a different team. So I don't know. I fingers crossed they will, but I don't know. And I I would err on the side of probably not. They'll probably just maybe. Like if they did that and they went, oh yeah, you got to score uh, uh, fifty-five or sixty-five in MSG, but it's against the ninety-five Knicks and the, the ninety-three Bulls. It's like, well, that's not the the challenge, then, is it? That's not. <laughs> you that's fucked not it. what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Mm. Um, and the last couple, the first one's just funny. Um, yeah. Embracers just bought the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. As you do. <laughs> As you do. The deal. You no. Know, um, I just read yeah. that their stock price has fallen following the that's, Saints Row reviews. That's funny. Yeah. So they're like, worry, oh, we spent all this money on Lord of the Rings. Mm. Ah. Imagine if it was the other way on and they they checked the stocks and they were like, oh, these uh, Saints Row reviews have come in. Our, our stock's dropped. And the guy Do you know what they remind me of? You know the episode of The Simpsons where the Germans <laughs> buy the nuclear plant and they're counting <laughs> the money going, oh, we still have enough to... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like Embracer Group, isn't it? They just buy Lord of the Rings in response. Yeah. Like, uh, buy Lord of the Rings, that'll get our share price up. Um, <laughs> apparently, it'll have, quote, a vast IP catalogue and worldwide mm. rights to motion pictures, video games, <clears throat> board games, merchandise, theme parks, stage productions, everything uh, to do with The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. So, there you go. Does that mean they now have ownership over... The films and the the Rings of Power thing that's coming to Amazon as well. Well, I wouldn't. I have guess so. Thought so. No? I mean, well, they'll own the they'll own the uh, yeah they'll, they'll they'll own the IP. I don't know if they will start to get because they don't own Amazon. So deals mm. that were done before the buyout, I imagine gotcha. would. But but I don't fucking I don't. Know. I don't know either. Like maybe, but mm. I would have thought stuff that's already happened will be. It's like, it's like Warner Brothers doing the Lord of the Rings games, right? It's like, well, yeah. what, are you telling me that Embracer? I guess from this point onwards, any Lord of the Rings games will have to come from Embracer. So hmm. anyway, uh, last yeah. but not least, kind of a kind of a legend, Hiroyuki Kobayashi has left Capcom uh, to join NetEase or NetEase or NetEAs. They're assembling quite a team, aren't they? Uh, NetEase because yeah. they've also got Nagoshi, haven't they, of Yakuza yep. fame? They do, they do, they do. Crazy. Um, Kobayashi should be celebrated. He has been a producer and a programmer and a planner and all sorts of stuff for just everything that Capcom's done in the last... Uh, he was a and programmer on Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, Dino Crisis 1 and 2, producer on Devil May Cry, the Resident Evil remake, just uh, yeah. all of it, all of it. And he made that mug that Chaz Palimentari drops on the floor in Usual Suspects. Yes, he did. Yes, he? he did. Kobayashi and Redfoot. Yeah, he did. He smashed yeah. it. He smashed it. Yeah, mm. yeah. And he was portrayed by Pete Postlethwaite in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Which makes sense. Um, which makes sense, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of, he said, quote, after serving 27 years with gratitude, I've departed from Capcom on March 31st and will be officially joining NetEase Games as a producer. Uh, I will strive to continuously create more enjoyable entertainment experiences for everyone at this new company in this new era. So, there you go. Wow. Blimey. Anyway, Hmm. it's time to get quizzical. We've got to get quizzical. Have a jingle here, and we will summon Matt from upstairs, from his domain. that new section went rather quickly. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to keep things brief. Sure, sure. All right, I'll go and get hold of that Matt fella. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this fella, 
I like some ice cream, please. I like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. It's that time of the week. That time of the pod is time for boss fight. We're mm. joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I am. I'm quite. I'm raring to go for a boss fight. Actually, it's uh, <laughs> you know a week off from it, and you sort of you start to you start yeah. to crave it. There's, oh, he's uh, having a jab, Josh. He's, he's having, having a, a go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had listeners <laughs> chastising God, he's so passive me aggressive, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I know what you mean because I when I sat down to um to record today, I was mm-hmm. I was I was sort of like, ah, oh, yeah, bit a little, little bit of boss fight, you know, sharpen up the blades, get yeah. get, get get the lads raring to go, yeah. you know, at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. I sort of thought this is going to be good. This, um, we've got some good stuff. Of course, we've as we sort of we were saying last pod, we've sort of put the controversy to rest about yeah. the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more now, correspondence. Well, there's there's two more pieces. Oh. One of which is, is <laughs> this is not the way to rest. Rich, Rich, Rich loves this bit. Rich absolutely adores this bit. Oh. No, no, I will say, I will say, there's two pieces of correspondence. One of them is just fine, right? Okay. Yeah. About, no, do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll just read that out first. Right? Yeah, go on. Um, so this is from Jack Wilkie, the original Masquerade Dweeb. Go the agitator. The original oh, agitator. Him. Absolutely love him. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so he says. Hats off uh, to the email about the masquerade being an institution. Can't argue against that. So fair play to Josh Freeman yeah. because he's the one that sort of blew it wide. Yeah, good stuff. And course. now, now we got confirmation from the original uh, Jack Wilkie, and, and then he just says uh, on a different topic. Well, he's talking about snacks then. So I'm just going to okay. put a pause on Jack yeah, Wilkie's of course, of course. There. That's that then. Um, Surely you'd think that was that, right? <laughs> we've, had, we've had we've had one more person who's having a pop, right? And uh, fair enough. I'll, 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 I'll air this person's grievances, but I'm pretty sure. Well, we'll get we'll get to it. So this Go is on. from Paul. This is from Paul. Um, Paul Laporte, I should say. <laughs> Dearest esteemed gentleman and unrepentant scoundrel, Josh Wise. Yeah, <laughs> I like it already. Yeah, yeah. It's, good. No, I, it's pretty good. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll sort of power through this because it's, it's. By a the long way, one. I sniggered at his name because it sounded a bit like pulled pork. It did a little bit. Yeah, yeah. so He's sorry. Uh, it says here he's from Foam Hammer Games. Oh right, okay. He's, so he's, he's, I think Paul is a, possibly a developer or something. Cool. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. He's clearly a masquerade dweeb. Anyway, he says, <laughs> uh, yeah. So as a 25-year veteran of the of the Vampire the Masquerade, I've sat idly by for the past uh, two weeks, waiting patiently for this travesty of a boss fight question to be overturned by the host, uh, who'd been made aware of their mistake. <laughs> Instead, I watched Josh tap dance around his error <laughs> 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 and, att- <laughs> and attempt to say that the answer, in fact, was correct because it it, it met with uh, boss fight parameters. Now, I will just say in my defence, I did have a little tap dance, but I've also had uh, someone come in from Michigan. I've had the, the original guy who raised it as an error yeah. throw his hands up and admit. I got Matt, I got Rich. Everyone agrees. So it's not just me, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, um, by the way, <coughs> if says, you're wondering what a Foam Hammer Games is, just mm. as an aside, they mm. seem to be a board game maker, makers of Book It, the pro wrestling promoter card game. Oh, well, there you go. So there he probably go. knows all about that. So we've got, ta- we got a tabletop expert. Yeah, and he in. says yeah. he's a 25-year veteran of Vampire the Masquerade. So there you well, go. I don't doubt so it. This is, this is coming from some, some pedigree here. Mm. Um, and he says, uh, 
uh, I've heard heard him say that the answer was correct because it met the boss fight parameters, shifting the conversation to the legality of the answer and avoiding the true problem. My he goodness. Says, he says, the issue at hand uh, should not be, is the masquerade an institution or a hierarchy, etc. The issue at hand should be, did the clues provided allow Rich... He says Rich. I would say Rich and Matt. So I don't, I don't know why he's... I guess he's saying Rich because Matt got the answer, so he's wondering yeah. if, if the clue was yeah. there. Anyway, anyway, anyway. He says, did they allow Rich the chance to answer the question correctly? He said, mm. so I went back to the episode and listened to the clues. Um, he says, despite having the wrong answer, most of the pl- of clues could be applied to both the Camarilla and the Masquerade. Um and then he sort of gives some detail for that, you know, both created in 91, first featured in 2000, been in 11 video games. And then he says, uh, one of the clues uh, actually fits the masquerade better than the Camarilla. And he says, I point you to clue number four, the smoking gun. Um, <laughs> <and> he says, <laughs> yeah. which he says, invalidates the quiz once and for all. And he says, quote, my members possess various uh, powers which are unique depending on their species. And then he says, uh, disregarding the poor wording of the clue, and then in brackets he says, <laughs> oh, "Yeah, he's, he's really sharpening oh, he's the, really he's sharpening did, the yeah, knives there, isn't he? He's having, a, he's having a go. He's oh. having a go." He says, uh, "Disregarding the poor wording, because apparently the groups are called clans, not species." But yeah, there you go. brilliant. Um, and he says, "There's no possible way you could assign this clue to the answer of the masquerade, as the masquerade does not have members. Um, it's the law of the Camarilla, which is the group that contains the members. Yeah. And the clue misled the contestants. Yeah. And even in the event that one of them had guessed the Camarilla, you would have said it was the wrong answer. Well, you, you're damn well right. I would have um, it was masquerade. He's done you, and then Josh. he says, he's well, hang on, hang on. There's a smoking gun. He's not considered here, and I'm about to drop it. <laughs> Um, he says therefore this quiz is completely illegitimate should be stricken from the record and as a result of the blatant attempt to cover his own misdeeds I call for the resignation of Josh Wise as host (gasps) of Boss Fight uh, and the nomination of his replacement and then he says as the replacement Alice Bell I mean Alice Bell now works for Rock Paper Shotgun so we might might have a tough time bringing Alice (laughs) Yeah. and he does finish by saying love the podcast but I would simply say in response three things Thing yep. number one, we've had the original dweeb, a backup dweeb from Michigan, and both members of the podcast and myself all admit that the, uh, that the institution is fair play. Thing number two, a conspiracy also has members, the members of a yeah. conspiracy. But thing number three, he says, did the clues provided allow the chance to answer the question correctly? I mean, can you spot the problem with that one? I answered it correctly, I believe. We're fine. Bing, so, uh, b- b- bingo. I didn't know. <laughs> so, so I the didn't. Answers, That's the yeah. issue he has. He wanted me to win, and I didn't. And well, I, that no, is a you, grave injustice. You did. Are you, are well, you no, saying I, I, see, I get where you've got super from. fans who are willing no, to. No, no, no. no you, you I, you both I think had he's brilliant. The opportunity. No, he's, he's yeah. dead on. You had the Fair same play. chance, don't, Matt. Don't did. turn this he's around, done you, Rich. Josh. He's done you, Matt. <laughs> you agreed. You agreed, Rich. You're no, on the record no, agreeing. No, no, no. no. Um, well, the you fact can send my that... free copy of uh, the wrestling promoter <laughs> game to. Um, I'll give you my address later. Rich, was, yeah. Message Paul privately. Give him your address. You buy him off. Yeah, no. So well, there you go. That's what I would say. And Matt's right on the money. You know, did the contestants have have the ammo they needed to get it? Well, my answer is, well, one of them got it. So yeah. Yeah. So oh, there I you go. Re- Balls in I your court, re- then I guess. I don't really know what Paul. <sighs> if none, if no one had, then possibly. But yeah, ultimately, 
what yeah. one of them did. So it's going to run and yeah. run in it. Can, can we th- do I the think, quiz now, please? I think Paul <laughs> will be annoyed at that, but but we'll, but we'll see. The score still stands anyway. Yes. But well, Paul, for now, yeah, yeah, for now. Let us let us know what you think to Apparently, that. Apparently, Paul, Paul I think the, not a compelling enough reason for the, Josh. The main problem with your argument, Paul, is that one of them did get it. So. Your gun needs to be a bit smokier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not a line you hear very often, is it? Right. Uh, on to the quiz. Clue number one. Oh, it's, uh, you've got to guess the business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team from a game of my choosing. I'll personify the uh, said uh, boss fight, and then you have to say stop, and then I'll say your name, and then you guess what it is, and then you go down in history. Uh, the, call, the scores, as they yep. currently stand, I will just let you know, is 13-10 in Rich's favour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, this is clue number one. My most recent appearance in a video game was in 2022. <gasps> this Ooh. year? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rich. Go, sorry, go. <clears throat> I was established <clears throat> in the 2010s in order to try to deal with an international crisis. Oh. Huh. Oh. I think I know what this is. No, already? I think I know the game. Oh, mate, I hate it when you do this. <laughs> really upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I got some, some extra spice on clue number two. I could separate it into another clue, but I'll just have it as spice. I was established in the 2010s in order to try to deal with an international crisis. I was disbanded, however, in 2036. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clue mm. number three. Since I was established, I have been in basically a kind of war against the government. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the Matterhorn Corporation from Rollerdrome? Incorrect. Hmm. Stop. Clue. Oh, Rich Walker. Is it Zero Dawn from Horizon Forbidden West? Incorrect. Well, sort of whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, Clue right. Clue number four. That was the game that I think, but I don't know what it's called. That's what I mm, thought was well, I can't remember what it's called either. We have multiple factions with different bases of operations set up across America. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, no, hold on. Stop. Clip Rich Walker. Is it the UCA from Death Stranding? Incorrect. Okay. Clue number five. People know me for my slogan, which gives them hope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. can't remember. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the Chiral Network from Death Stranding? Incorrect. No, what's it called? Wait, you, so you reckon it's Death Stranding? Well, because it came out on PC this year, didn't it? Um, for PC Game Pass, I mean, right? So that's the most recent appearance, and this sounds Death Strandingy to me. Clue okay. Number six. My members are all given special necklaces. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's Death Stranding. What's the name it- of the friggin' thing? Ah. <sighs> And clue number seven. My members are all named after insects. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I... <sighs> I can't oh. remember the name of the bloody... Oh, stop. Rich Walker. It's Bridges from Death Stranding. Incorrect. What's it called then? 
I've given you all the company names. Bridges, this is Coral Network, UCA, uh, stop. Rich Walker. Is it the United Cities of America from Death Stranding? <laughs> Do you want the whole thing? That must be it. Incorrect. Oh, what is it? I can't remember. <laughs> I go through the clues again. Those are all the clues I got. I'm just gonna go through them again, and then I'll and then I'll and then we'll get to the yeah. uh, most recent appearance in a video game was in 2022. My first appearance in a video game was in. No, I'm gonna do that at the end. Most recent appearance in a video game was in 2022. I was established in the 2010s in order to try to deal with an international crisis. The Death Stranding. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I was disbanded in 2036. Sure. Since then, I have been in a war against the government, mm-hmm. or what's left of the government. Mm-hmm. We have multiple factions with different bases of operation set up across America. People know me for my slogan, which gives them hope. My members all have special necklaces and are named after insects. And my first appearance in a video game was in 2013. Oh. Oh. Well, now that throws a spanner in the works. It does, but you seem to definitely think it's Death Stranding. Well, it's, well the special necklaces. Oh. Is it something that was in another Kojima game? That's really throwing me for a loop now. Uh, oh, wait. S- oh. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it the Fireflies from The Last of Us? Yeah. And this week's winner. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, it is. Is Matt Lorigan. Of course it is. I got so hung up on it being Death Stranding. It totally is the Fireflies, fuck's sake. Yeah, most recent appearance of the game, 2022, The Last of Us Part 1. It's not out yet, you're not allowed to have that. (laughs) It's most recent appearance. What, if it gets delayed? If it gets delayed, the point gets rescinded. Yeah, yeah, if it gets gets delayed, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Um, sneaky little bastard. In order to try to deal with an international crisis, I was disbanded in 2036. A load of people got massacred and I disbanded. Since then, I've been in a war against the government, or what's left of it. Uh, We have multiple (sighs) factions with different bases of operations set up across America. People know me for my slogan, which is look for the light gives them hope and my members are named after insects fireflies and they all have special necklaces yes I could see you going down a death stranding rabbit hole and it is kind of amazing how no but I kind of realised as I got to like clue number because you said oh it's definitely death stranding and then I sort of inwardly thought oh my god I'm about to do the clue about the necklace that's going to fuck him (laughs) (laughs) it was like before I did the necklace the insects thing threw me for a loop a bit but I was Mm. like oh maybe there are some of them named after insects like I don't remember <laughs> you see you say that being named I, after insects, you say that because I, I've not played Death Stranding so I knew nothing and I swear to god when Josh said it might, I might be wrong but I remember when Josh said about the insects thing you said yeah, yeah which made thought, me think well, that you were fully <laughs> no, on but in the board. back of my mind I was thinking yeah and I was like yeah, that sounds right. No. Yeah, but you no. sounded so confident about it that or I was, was like, trying I was to also wrong. It's foot obviously you as well, Death Stranding. Matt. Yeah, didn't work though, did it? Uh, did they try well, to put me off? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well done to Matt from says that the you. score Thank is now thirteen eleven, barring any uh, madness mm. from Paul Laporte of uh, a foam hammer game. Was no, no, right in games. Well, foam you hammer. said foam hammer. Foam hammer. Foam hammer. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, right, no, right in, in. Let me know. right in. Yeah, slack him off. Uh, 
doing a game no, Richie, yeah. Rich, you, you really don't enjoy the writing. Stop encouraging it. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do get a he sort of kick out up. of it. Right. Uh, that'll just about do us for the quiz. Well done to Matt from upstairs. But it's Thank about you. that time that we hear from the listeners. Uh-oh. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Uh-oh. Little holes in the top. 100%. And it's the best deodorant I've ever used. So it's a stick. You know the stick. 100%. Wow. You don't sweat. You smell great. As evidence today. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. 100%. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send them in and we'll talk about them probably. If they're any good. Uh, this one from Jack. Low, uh, he says, "Hey, meat surgeon Josh and Kong Fu Rich." What was that again, meat that. surgeon? Well, because I was having a pop at tree surgeons, and I said, you "Oh, need to call yeah. a, but- a butcher, a meat surgeon." Yeah, I, I, stand, that. I stand, I stand by. No, no one's been able to refute that properly. Well, I, I mean, they uh, attempted to. Apart from the angry uh, tree surgeon lobby, um, yeah, tree trimmers, I call them. Well, I mean, um, that's a load of listeners you've lost right there. <laughs> I like to call them branch managers. That's good. Isn't it? That's just, really that's good. Off, that's off the cuff right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, anyway, Jack Lowe says, I've been playing Overlord 2 lately with my partner. And must oh, admit, wow. I'm not... Yeah. He goes, I'm not having a good time. She enjoys watching me play it, though. And she has some nostalgia for the game and really likes watching me play it. He says, I find it clunky and monotonous, but I feel compelled to complete it as she gave it to me. Um, you, you're describing Saints Row a little bit there. Well, I feel compelled yeah. to complete it also. Well, that's fitting because he then says, being a games journalist, you must have played games for reviews that you have very little or no interest in. So my question is, what games stand out to you that you've had very little interest in and been bored playing but forced yourself to complete? Um, well, when I worked for, I used to work for Strategy Informer when I first started out. Mm. So I got a lot of RTS games, and I don't like them <laughs> at all. So I think su- I had to review like Supreme Commander Three. Oh jeez! A rotten time. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad game. It's just like it's not for me. This. No. No. Um, <laughs> oh god, that's that. Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I did Overlord Two as well, but I don't remember mm. playing it. <laughs> I remember going to a preview event where Rihanna Pratchett was, and oh. like a reveal. Um, yeah, but yeah, God, yeah. it was ages ago. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was doing, I was doing reviews for uh, one of the sites I started out at. It was like one of those kind of, I guess, you get paid with exposure sites, you know. Yeah, um, brilliant. Not, not, not great. I'll pay my uh, bills with exposure. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think it was, it was a, it was a Warhammer like sort of online third-person shooter multiplayer thing. Was it Chaos Bane or something? Yeah. And like I forget I that really, you're a youngling. Yeah, I did not like that's, that. That's one of the games you started out with. The, I could tell you, right, the first game mm-hmm. I ever reviewed, I think, that again, it went out on one of those... Um, yeah, I could tell you mine as well after. Enthusiast thing. Yeah. So I kind of have two versions of this story. The first thing I ever reviewed was Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Which is <laughs> That's which ridiculous. Is, which, which was... Which That's went so out, recent. It went out on like... A, I can't remember the name of the site, but it went out on a on a, on a on an enthusiast, you know, site. Mm. The first review that I ever got paid to do, which was when I joined Video Gamer, was Dead Cells. Ah. 
Yeah, it's like two years ago, three years yeah. ago. Yeah. God, and you're, I so, complete, you're so box fresh. I completely ripped off a YouTuber as well, and they haven't discovered <gasps> me yet, so that's, that's good, isn't it? Oh, well, you've out <laughs> yourself now. That's it. <laughs> you're a fraud. <laughs> oh, anyway, dear. but I will say, with Jack Lowe, sort of felt similar with Saints Row. I mean, right, yeah, on, I did you too. Because you don't want to crack on with that for like 30 It's hours. not... A terrible game. It's just... It's just the, quite the, monotonous the, and yeah. chewy. Like, after the fucking eighth riding shotgun mission or whatever, it's like, enough of this. Mm. Like, the first mm. few weren't particularly great. Why you... No. They go on and on and on as well. It's like, well, when's this going to end? <laughs> I've shot... I've blown up, like, 400 cop cars. Just fucking I, Yeah, I've stop. killed so many police Yeah, right now. I'm like, I'm on the FBI's most wanted list. Yeah. No, 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 you're not though, because as soon as the mission ends, you're, the heat's all gone and it's back to <laughs> yeah, yeah, back to zero. Yeah. You're back to square one. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, the, the first game I ever reviewed professionally was Army of Two. In case you want. <laughs> I think I might mention it before, but yeah, yeah, there it is. That game's quite good. That's just fine. Yeah, it was all right. I think I gave it like a seven. Jack also says, on the snack side of things, I've been enjoying, I've been enjoying Aldi's beef and horseradish crisps. They're fantastic. I'm sorry, Rich. This may hmm. not be your thing, but I did try some Thai sweet and sour banana chips that tasted just oh. like normal crisps. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't they not be my thing? Uh, sweet I, and sour I could be interested. Chips. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose well, you could be. I don't if know. They're if like you express meat chips, a dislike, then no. I'm but, sorry, yeah. Oh, maybe he was saying that about the beef and horseradish because they oh, might right. not be vegetarian. They might. Yeah. yeah. You find a lot could of be. meat flavoured things yeah. are. Beef and tomato no, pot true. noodle is. Well, it took Donna eat kebab. Donna kebab Don- pot noodle. There you go. As, as we as we found out this week. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, No low blows this week, guys. Love the show and missed it while you guys have been away. All the oh, best, Jack Lowe. Thanks. What a sweetheart. What a bloody sweetheart. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Um, let's do this one from Joseph Murphy. He says, hello, podsters. So I download the multiverses beta. Uh-oh. Yeah. And within 20 seconds Uh of clicking... (laughs) Yeah, it's good, this. Of clicking on the game. I was prompted to go online and create a WB... This really fucks me off, this. Uh, was was prompted to go online and create a WB Games account in order to continue. I immediately closed and deleted the beta and something else. Just can't be arsed with this stuff. Discuss. Well, I that is so bloody refreshing. Um, And look, this conversation has nothing to do with how good uh, multiverses may or may not be, and it has everything to do with making me do stuff. You shouldn't have to. It should be optional. Also... Can I just say how much I hate user agreements at the beginning of every game? Yeah. yeah r- scrolling through reams and reams of text. Who's reading yeah. this? Nobody. No Nobody's yeah. well, reading actually, that. My, fl- my flatmate does because she, she gets nervous about everything, but she's a oh, case. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah she's a, she'll actually read through. She, well, she's, she's no. a case, but yeah. She's the only one I know that does it, to be honest. But um, yeah, wow. it's, okay, it's, well. it's mad. It's mad. Um, and yeah. But this is, yeah, user agreement. Yeah, that's one thing, especially when you make me scroll because some of them LA. make you scroll. You, privacy yeah, policy. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. that's one thing. Don't make me create an account. When I was trying to re- play the Avengers to review it, yeah, and I had to create the right. square, and it's like, get out of it. <laughs> I don't need it, and I don't want it, and I don't want you, and you have to click the box that says, please don't ever email me. Like, I just, yeah. <clears throat> unnecessary, and fair play to Joseph Murphy. 
Again, I'm not slagging off multiverses. This isn't about multiverses. It's about that phenomenon of creating a WP. I must have done, by the way, because I did play multiverses. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't remember doing it. I, I think we I played it in the closed. choice, right? <laughs> well, I played it in the closed beta. Did, 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 did you have to do it then? Or? Oh, I haven't played it. Uh, yeah, uh, well, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, fair play to you, uh, Joseph Murphy. Fair yeah, play yeah, to you. Yeah. Uh, Davis Drawing says, Woohoo, welcome back, you lousy layabouts, with a little emoji <laughs> with a party hat on. So, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. This yeah. isn't plural. <laughs> just, there's just one lazy layabout. And his name is Josh uh, Wise. Yeah, th- th- this one from Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> this one from Aaron Cooper says, uh, let's have a where am I quiz with the answer being wherever Josh swanned off to on holiday. <laughs> Disrespecting Ooh, the entire fan base. Yeah, Everyone's and, having a pop at you this week. Yeah, I know. Well, it's because you phoned it in when you were on holiday and I didn't. Phoned uh, it in. That sounds so. It, no, I meant that literally as in he was, he was well, actually, no. It's I wasn't just on, on the phone. I was, no, just you weren't on I was the phone. at home was, still. Our practices basically didn't change, but Rich recorded it from a different location. It's before um, I went off for my 40th, you see. Exactly. Uh, and he says, I've disrespected the entire uh, fan base and, frankly, humanity. But then he's put a little sort of frog face emoji at the end, which I am a big fan of. Well, you are a frog. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. This mm-hmm. one from, uh, let's have a little look-see. Are we going to do that one? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll do the rest of Jack Wilkie's one from earlier, because he says, on a different topic, inspired by Joshy's tacky editions and Rich's suggestion of scumbag cookery ideas. <laughs> yeah. He says... He says, I forgot that. Yeah. He says, if you're making instant ramen noodles, <clears throat> mm-hmm. try adding a dash of cooking oil and boiling off all the water. The spice mix... Yeah, he says, the spice mix turns into a sort of sauce, and the noodles (laughs) have this almost fried feel to them, a slight crispiness. He says, delicious. And then he says... Do you know what I like most about that? (laughs) Is that we're in a cost-of-living crisis where energy is really expensive, so spend loads of gas boiling off all the water from your ramen ramen noodles. And then he says, P.S. Yes, I am single. Brilliant. Okay. That's excellent. And you've got a massive gas bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah massive gas bill as well. Yeah, yeah, but crispy noodles, mmm. Mm. And then, and this is quite good. This is I will end on this one, because this one, I like this one. This is from, this, this one's cool. It's from, it's from Big Yard Bob, which I quite like. Um, yeah. And he B-Y-B. finishes it. Well, well, he says, he's, he says, tackies which are my new favourite crisp, yeah. are a snack that you don't normally find at fuel stations. Apparently, they're more of a dollar store snack. And he says, he's emailing from the middle of America, mm-hmm. he says, I launch a return volley of bizarre Mountain Dew flavours. You remember I was talking about Major oh, Melon? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, a bizarre of a, a volley of bizarre Mountain Dew flavors and snacks from Big Lots. I think Big Lot is like a, a sort of mm. chain of shop, shopping things. He says, yeah. uh, in response to your opening salvo of special edition blueberry muffin Kit Kat bars. Yeah. Did, oh, was I, I had blueberry jammy dodgers while I was away. By the way. Oh shit! You didn't They're say. Am- yeah, sorry. I just remembered. They're amazing. Oh. Yeah. Fantastic. Sorry, uh, yeah, anyway, I should have really uh, uh, put that into Snackwatch. you got to get that into the first thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you, you, you emailed me about, what was it, caramel jammy? Uh, no, yeah, I saw WhatsApp orange, chocolate orange <clears throat> wagon wheels, yeah. Yeah, couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah, uh, anyway, Mad. 
uh, Bob says, I've only I've only seen them in bulk, but someone somewhere who knows exotic British chocolate is purchasing them as we speak. That's blown my mind. I'd need blueberry muffin Kit Kat bars. I don't know how yeah. that's going to work. And you know, the thing about that is always going to be the muffin element. It's how they do the muffin element. Blueberry's yeah. one thing. You know, how you do you get to... that into wafer? Because the, the, yeah, the muffin element is soft. I know. I know. Mm, and they, I tell you what, they've, they've done the Lord's work with the salted caramel popcorn one because it actually does have a little sort of gritty popcorny crunch. It's do you brilliant. know what? I can already taste the blueberry muffin Kit Kat. I think I sort mm. of know what that w- would taste like. And you like what you're tasting? I think so. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, he says, love the pod, fellows. Bob from Oklahoma. Oh, Thanks. Thank from the uh, the Sooner State. Uh, yeah. The so- <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, that'll just about do us. Thank you very much for your messages, for your emails, for having a pop about my holiday. Yeah, thanks for having a pop at Josh. That was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of want Uh, you to go away more often just so (laughs) we come back to the more pops. uh, Yeah. Do you know what? Have a pop at Josh anyway. Yeah, just just, just generally, just, just take yeah. off the pool of port from Foam Hammer Games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, really sharpen the knife. Get it in there. Mm, he um, likes it. Yeah, yeah, love it, love it, love mm. it. Yeah, get don't go on Snapchat, don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter at uh, RichieW82. Tweet him about your blueberry muffin Kit Kats. Let him know what it tastes yeah. like. At uh, Joshy Wise, at uh, VideoGamer.com with all your questions and your theories. Email in podcast at VideoGamer.com with your with your longer rambles. We'd love to hear from Bob from Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Get yourself onto videogamer.com for all your gaming needs. Check out Rich's uh, review of Saints Row, xboxachievements.com, playstationtrophies.org. Correct. And your uh, review, which is very, very And good. my review, which is on videogamer. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I read yours. Uh, I was like, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> That's always the way. <laughs> oh, you flatter me. Uh, it's too late, the other thing? I was going to say, uh, mm. I think that's everything you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks to Adam Cook, Andy B, and Colin Mahone for the music oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know for the memories. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. But it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich too. Goodbye. <laughs>